What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system is ready to talk one-on-one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. Welcome to another episode of Street Justice here with the Chaos Crew on Pirate Radio USA out of Los Angeles. Simulcast on BBM Global Bold Brave Media out of Long Island, New York. Want to welcome those co-hosts that are with me right now. We've got Sid Blitz out there in Venice, California. Dawn Marie, who's usually in Michigan. She's in Chicago today. Julio Briones will be joining us in a bit. Terry Cook, Holly Coleman will be with us. Top of the second hour. And Larry Alger, who is normally with us. Wish uh, we'll give him our prayers. Larry ended up slipping yesterday, and he broke his hip. Talked to him a while ago, and it's on some pretty heavy-duty painkillers. So, uh, guys, welcome back to the show. I know I wasn't here last week. I had to deal with some legal issues with clients who were going into custody. But I'm here now. So, Sid, what's going on in the world today? The, The world of justice. (laughs) <laughs> the world of justice? No, just us? <laughs> just us. So you That's shot right. me over a copy. Have you seen, Dawn, the uh, – Sid sent me over a copy of the new United States Space Force logo. <laughs> have you seen it? No, I have not. Dawn, did, were you a Trekkie, Dawn? Did you ever watch Star Trek? I did a little bit, and I, you know, I kind of got into Chewbacca, but no. I Chewbacca? Was of, well, that was Star no, Wars. Wrong oh, show, um, honey. No. Mr. Spock. Remember Mr. Spock with the fucked no. up point? Okay. I, no, the ears freaked me out. No. Okay. Well, anyway, the new logo <laughs> that uh, the, uh, the king, the Emperor Donald, released today for the Space Force looks uncannily like uh, the Star Trek, Star Trek, Starfleet. No, it said uh, Trump released the logo for Starfleet Command. Yeah, okay? I mean, not an original thought in that guy's brain ever. 
He's probably the one that chose it. I mean, really. Hey, I'm, I'm sure the studios are gearing up for a lawsuit against the United States. Government. I think that's Perry. Who do we got? Who's logo? our engineer today? Is that Sean? Is that you or is that Perry? Sean, did you see the did you see the logo for the Space Force? Now, not the not the uniform. You guys well, can't hear the uniform. Yeah, Sean. the, u- the, the u- uniform is is there in cameo, and it says Star Star Force. Now it says I don't U.S. Know why space you need Force cameo in space. That that kind of like is beyond me. Okay, yeah, it says Sean is it is Star Trek. <laughs> It's the Starfleet Command logo. I'm telling you. So, so not only did they get the uniform wrong, they got the whole logo wrong. I mean, these guys are fucking dim morons. <laughs> the shit that comes out of the the Trump administration. I was just reading an article. I don't know, hour or so ago, that Trump is upset about the the election commission and the upcoming presidential debates. That already, because there's not even a Democratic candidate yet, but he's upset about the debates that are going to happen in the future. So he's upset about something that hasn't happened because he says everybody who's on the Electoral Debate Commission, they're all no Trumpers, they're all Democrats, they're all liberals. <laughs> you know, anybody that doesn't agree with him is a Democrat in his book. <laughs> He said the other day that um, all Democrats, I got this cough, I have bronchitis, are, are scum, are, yeah, I You're still so do. Yeah. Is that is that Larry Alger or is that Julio? No, it's Julio. It's Julio. Julio, hey, welcome back to the show, Julio. You need so, whiskey, honey, and, and lemon. Yeah, I've got all kinds of shit here. I'm going to go back and get another Z-pack. You should, you should go, do the old jailhouse here. I've got tequila hot sitting spicy, next to me. Hot and spicy ramen with the uh, with with the lemon juice. So should I make <laughs> myself a spread <laughs> while you're at it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, Larry! I got the best one for you. Talking about legal shit and Trump. So Lindsey Graham comes out and he says, basically, it. Trump did nothing wrong because in his mind, I it saw was that. okay. Did you see that? So I did. What I said to you earlier is I said, Larry, that's the defense of the century. When I go to court, I hope I don't ever go to court again. If I go to court, I'm just going to go up there and say, but your honor, in my mind, everything was okay. It's like the Twinkie defense. <laughs> do you remember Harvey Milk of the Twinkie defense? <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, Harvey Milk of the Twinkie defense. I ate some Twinkies, and the sugar made me lose my shit. So I thought I I'd go down, down to City Hall and kill Milk. people. Yeah, I went to City Not just people. I went and shot the mayor, the first gay mayor of San Francisco. <laughs> Harvey <laughs> Milk, I, I think. Brilliant. That's right. That's right. I remember so that. I'm going to go to court. I'm going to court and say, but in my mind, Your Honor, everything was okay. <laughs> Hey, Julio, how do you think somebody somebody's not talking directly into our phone? Who else do we have on here? You got Holly. No idea. Holly is with us. Holly. Holly, Holly's with us. Hey. Holly's on the road. Holly, what's the traffic like there in the DFW? 
Well, I'm outside of the nasty highway, so now it's the country, and it's uh, fine. Just the country. Hey, Holly. The and, yeah. Hey, Holly, before you get into the cows, when you're in DFW <laughs> and you leave the airport and you get stuck on that loop that goes around from the Dallas airport oh, to the Fort Worth yes. airport, do you ever get off yes. that loop or does it just like you're there for, for eternity? You're there for eternity, ever. <laughs> it loops right back around. Yep, you're stuck on that thing. So you, Forever, you're just right? driving in circles. Ever. Ever. Yeah, it's a circle. Yes. It's a circle. A big, giant circle. <laughs> That's the best way to piss off a, a visitor is to put them on the loop 12. <laughs> That's right. At least. I remember I had to go see clients there about two years ago. And it took me about half an hour to figure out how the hell to get off that thing. Yeah, yeah. Because your You're lucky GPS you got doesn't you recognize half of it. I know. That was crazy. I actually had to call the client and have them talk me through it. <laughs> what you do is you go, go to the off-ramp and wave a flag so I know that's where I get off at. <laughs> yeah. Larry. Yeah, Larry, you posted you posted that Trump made sixteen thousand and something lies and misrepresentations, and that's only in the last three years. That's the only. Well, hold on. I posted that. That was from the Washington Post, and they outlined every one of his lies. That's only the ones that we know about. Imagine the lies that he told we don't know about. Along with my new defense that it was okay in my mind, I didn't commit any crimes, I'm also going to get that lawyer of Trump's, Jay Suckacock, because he said that Trump is a man of his word. I want that lying motherfucker to defend me in court. (laughs) You want Jay Suckulow? No, 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 not Jay Suckulow, Jay Suckacock. I want him to go to court and defend me and tell the auditor that I never told a lie in my life because, in my mind, it's all okay. Hey, Sid, all those drugs that you moved, that was okay. Julio, those yeah, alleged right. crimes you committed with the carjacking, in your mind, that was okay. So yeah, it was perfectly, perfectly acceptable at the time. At the time, it was acceptable. Holly, that, that credit card you allegedly ran oh. that $1.2 million on? That was okay. Oh, yeah. In your mind, it was okay. That was absolutely okay. No problem. You know what? All those machine guns I allegedly moved and the narcotics All trafficking okay. and the front. It's okay because when I was doing it, I thought there was nothing wrong with it. That's right. And that's exactly what Glenn's You were doing it. We were all doing what we were doing everything for was okay. That's right. And I was actually now. Here's the thing about someone who's a drug dealer, okay, a narcotics trafficker. Let's call it that. You're actually, it's like I had people that were working for me that were using the money that they were making off what they were doing for me. They were supporting their families. So I was actually, when I was doing illegal things, I was creating jobs to help others. There you go. You were being very altruistic. I I was. an, An entrepreneur. I try yeah. to be. Yeah. I try I try to help everybody. You know, I uh I got I was just on the phone like for the last 2 hours. I don't know if you guys know this that 
the Atlantic magazine reached out to me. They're going to be doing a feature story on what it is that I do. I'm not quite sure what it is I do. Besides talking shit. And, and they are a credible, they are a credible magazine. They have oh yeah. This, the, the reporter's name is Matt Labash. If you want to, uh, you want to Google him. This guy's been around forever doing shit. And I was kind of like explaining that to him, what it is we do, why it is we do what we do and wants to talk to people that I know people that, uh, kind of do. Cause the story started on prison consultants and such. And I'm going to give him everybody's name. I want him to talk to you, Julio. He's going to talk to Holly. He's going to talk to Sid. He wants to get a well, kind of like a well-rounded picture of what it is prison consultants do. Who's that there? Is that Dawn? Somebody just shouted yeah. something. I, I don't know who the fuck that no, is. That was, my, that was my son. That was my son. Oh, okay. Is that, that's, yeah. He's what? Is he, he's three years old, isn't he? Yeah. He's your yes, security squad. He's like, yep. that's security for Julio Briones. And I got, I got an invite to go on to the Howard Stern show. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to be talking to them on Tuesday and going over some, some ground rules. They're going to set a date. We haven't decided whether or not I'm actually going to go out to New York or do it over the phone. I'll, I'll know more about that. I had a and E this week. That's pretty cool. I grew up listening to, uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, so did I. I had A and E <laughs> reach out to me this week. Uh, some some producers about doing some more shit with them. I had the uh, somebody that runs something called Felony Friday, and it's not John Odermont. Some guy up in uh, up in Washington State. He has a bread. Have you guys ever heard of Dave's Killer Bread? They nope. sell it at Costco. This guy did a bunch yeah, of stuff. Go to Costco. All right. Well, this guy did a bunch of state time, got out. He started a bread and bakery company, sold it for several million dollars. And now Good he does him. shit re-entry, re does things to help felons and such. And he's got a radio show that he invited me isn't, on. Isn't it funny that everybody who's a celebrity that goes to prison or somebody that goes to prison and they come out and they make some money, they all want to help with the recidivism uh, problem and get other people back restarted in life. Now, that's what the whole prison system was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be punishment. It was supposed to be right. great time out, think about what you did, come back out, and we'll help you get back integrated into society. That's what they do in Norway and Sweden <laughs> and all those other Western democratic countries. Well, okay, think. the BOP... <laughs> We've got four BOP alumni here with us. Dawn, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. Dawn, Dawn drifts off from time to time. Dawn did federal no, time. I, Holly did federal I time. I have to mute it so it's not loud with the background noise. Oh, I won't yell real loud then. Dawn did not, federal not time. You, no, Holly did. did federal time. Sid did state time. No, Sid did state federal and time. federal. I did federal time. Julio did federal time. Oh, no, state time. No, I did state, state. State, yeah. I, I lose track. I lose track of people. We've all done time, and we've all kind of helped people, helped other inmates, defendants, people that got out. And what I'm going to form 
is something called the Levine Prison Reentry Initiative. I'm also bringing Jeff Grant into it. Jeff Grant does his own show, and he did Federal Time. There's a handful of other people that are, are tied to the the prison scene, if you want to call it. I'm not throwing my name behind it to be vain, only because I have name identity and I can get people behind this. And I've talked to each one of you about this already, I believe. Maybe I haven't. I know I talked to Julio about it, where yeah. we're going to help people find jobs. Julio's going to work on resumes. We're going to help people with housing, with jobs, really, really help people with reentry. And we're going to form our own little commission. I shouldn't say little. I don't want to demean ourselves. We're going <laughs> to form this, this program, this organization, this group, this commission. Call it whatever it is. And we're really going to try to do something that we can make a difference. You hear that sound? That's like a European yeah. police siren. That's actually my cell phone. <laughs> I found the most obnoxious ringtone that I could find. I mean, really obnoxious. No, listen. Um, I had I had an old boss that has a beat. He used to have a buzzer like you would hear at the nuclear plants. Eh, like, eh, that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what he had as a ringtone. I've got that so, ringtone yeah. because Larry, it is do that so again. Can you can you ring through that again, Larry? <laughs> warning, I'll tell you warning, Doctor Smith. You after what that warning, is. Will Robinson, danger, danger. danger. I've got that ob- That's right. danger. I've got that obnoxious ringtone. They could use that logo. Yeah, hey, that would be a good logo for Lost in Space. You know what? <laughs> yeah, lost How about like space. Lost in DC? That you know what? That's pretty funny. <laughs> we can get someone to take the robot from Lost in Space. And we can put Donald Trump's head on it and call it like lost in space, lost in D.C. How would that look? Did you see that? Did you guys see that picture I posted this morning or last night where I've got uh, Donald Jr. and Eric and then Beavis and Butthead? Yes, that was fun. I love that. You love that. Did you see that, Holly? <laughs> Holly, we've lost Holly. Holly, you still with us? She's on that. She's on the loop. She's in Holly, the circle at DFW. Holly, no, Holly's like Holly's in the twilight zone. Well, that's the loop. That's that circle. You go through it and you go around and around, and pretty soon you well, find no, no, it's I, in the twilight zone. Well, no, she's she works there in D in uh, in the DFW Metroplex. I don't think she's actually coming from the airport when I said DFW. A, a, a speaking of the suns and and the and the uh, Beavis, Beavis and, and Butthead. Butthead. I saw your cartoon, and then I saw I saw something else posted right after that, and it showed like Biden and Hillary and somebody else and their kids, and it says, "Oh, they send their kids to um, Ukraine, and the rest of us send our sons to war." Blah blah blah. And then and then I saw your thing of, of Beavis and Butthead, and you know what it triggered in my mind? There was a song by Credence Clearwater. Back in the day, so it's got to be fifty years, and it was called "Fortunate Son." I remember and I that. I read the lyrics. Great I song. I read the lyrics, and it says, "I ain't no senator's son. I ain't no fortunate one." <laughs> and basically, if you read the lyrics from fifty years ago, people singing about Vietnam, place it in today's uh, time frame, it's the same fucking thing. 
these politicians, and I'm not picking on Democrats or Republicans, they're both the same. They're wearing the same outfit, you know, and they all got the same, you know, privilege deal going on for their kids. But they don't have any compulsion, anything wrong without sending anybody else's kids to the oil wars in the Mideast. They don't have a problem doing that. So they don't. And we're going to cut Sid. We're going to cut to a commercial. We're a few seconds out. We'll be right back here with you on the Chaos Cruise, Street Justice Radio on BBM Global out of Long Island, New York. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Dr. R.C. will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts, examples, and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child. Listen live Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on the BBM Global Network and tune in radio as Dr. R.C. will provide thought-provoking information that will empower, encourage, and strengthen students, families, and communities across our nation. You can also visit her at soarwithkatie.com. Larry Levine, self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system, is ready to talk one-on-one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. The wrong phone. <laughs> Welcome back to Street Justice here on BBM Global out of Long Island, New York, PirateRadioUSA.net out of Los Angeles. I'm joined by Sid Blitz in Venice, California. Julio Briones in Jersey. He just had to take off. He's taking care of his kids. We've got Dawn. Dawn Marie is with us in Chicago, normally from Michigan. Holly was with us. Holly, are you back? Holly's not back. Anyway, Holly's still on that loop. Holly's lost on the DFW loop. That's right. I was talking to this this journalist, this reporter, for like I said, from the Atlantic magazine. I was talking to this guy for two fucking hours, and just about different things in my career from when I got out of custody, things I did before I went in. Something came up I forgot about. Sent Holly a copy of it. I'll send you a copy of it too, Sid. 
Uh, Dawn, okay. I'll send you a copy of it too. Matter of fact, I'll put this on my Facebook page. Back in July 2009, did you guys know that I got hit with a cease and desist order from the New York Stock Exchange because no. of the Wall Street prison consultant's name? That I had a picture on my website at the time, the Wall Street Prison Consultant site. I had a picture of the New York Stock Exchange, like the front of the building, and of the trading floor. And it said, going from the exchange floor to the prison yard, I we can help. That. You remember I that? I remember that. Yes, I do. Because I always refer to that. I always go, oh, Larry, he does the from the trading floor to the prison floor. I always say that. Well, <laughs> Apparently the new I, I had forgot about it. They wanted to see a copy of it. They thought that was like highly amusing over at the Atlantic. The New York Stock Exchange, the general counsel of the NYSE actually sent me a cease and desist letter telling me that I was in violation of copyright and trademark and I was tarnishing the good name of, <laughs> of people on Wall Street by <laughs> I can't even say this without coughing. By inferring that they were committing crimes on Wall Street. Remember, this was during no, the, not them guys. No, no, not them. This was during the Bernie Madoff days, and um, they wanted me to take all these pictures down. All I did was take the shit down off the home page, and I left the rest of the stuff up there and told them to fuck off. That their their images were actually free use. That I could go and I could take a picture from the street of the New York Stock Exchange. Then I own the picture. That you can't trademark the front of a building. So I didn't take it off. Told them to go blow me. Essentially, <laughs> I don't know if that, I don't know if that surprises any of my listeners. Dawn, does that surprise you? <laughs> Not at all. Didn't know what that was, but now I understand. Yeah, no, bye. Yeah, no, you didn't comply. That I, it doesn't surprise you that I didn't comply. No, definitely not. You're not in compliance in some areas. Uh, not, not said I'm in not said I'm not in compliance. <laughs> Sometimes. Sid, <laughs> no, did you know surprised. that I'm the official prison consultant for Starfleet Command? <laughs> I'm going to take that new logo that Trump had made. I'm going to change that to Space Force Prison Consultants. Official Prison Consultants of Starfleet. You might be ahead of the curve, Larry. <laughs> because all of them, all of them are going to go to prison. Every single one so. of them. You mean they're not going to get off on the Twinkie defense or no. it was okay in their mind to defense my old thing for the future? Don, when you hey. were allegedly selling the, those that communication hardware, allegedly, to Saddam Hussein, hardware. allegedly, uh, uh -huh. allegedly, did you think that was okay in your mind? At the yeah, time. of course. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She should get off. Yeah, Don, I'm going to grant you a conditional pardon because you thought it was okay. You know what? That's funny. This is really, really funny. Sid, I have an idea, and we should uh -oh. do this. We should capitalize on it? What is it? Yes, we should because, because in order to get a presidential pardon, I mean, it's a big fucking deal, and you got to fill out all these uh -oh. forms and 
yeah. You got to go to the pardon attorney and all this shit. Yeah. I'm going to come up with a form letter. I'm going to make it like a template. I'll throw some legal bullshit on it. I'll make it downloadable. as I'll make it fillable online. You can even email it to the president asking for a pardon based on his reasoning that you thought the crime that you committed was okay in your mind. Oh, I and, absolutely. And, and since you thought it was okay, no harm done, no wrongdoing. And no wrongdoing. We're going to forfeit any like restitution that we feel the government may owe us for that. Absolutely. And anybody that was committed, committed a crime and was convicted of the crime, they should get like, how do I say unwound and get their money back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you're talking how about like, uh, letter? not retribution. Oh, yeah, Sid, like, here's like the term, retro. Sid. Sid, it's reparations. Yeah. Reparation and restitution. Reparation and restitution. Now, Sid and I were prisoners of war. You probably didn't know that. Sid, you knew you were a POW, right? Absolutely. Sid and I, I said were. that day when I met you. <laughs> yeah, we're POWs. POWs. We were, we were prisoners of the war on drugs. That's right. You declare it a war. You move it into executive power. You're no longer a citizen. You're a prisoner of war. What's the difference? We're in a war. There, there we is no difference. Prisoner. Dawn, when you were at, uh, what was it? It was Lexington you were at, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when you were at Lexington, Lexington. Mm -hmm. what would you say? Is Holly back with us? Holly, are you back? She's not back. Dawn, when you were at Lexington, what would you say the... The percentage of the female inmates who were there were on drug charges. Maybe uh, um, in relation to the white collar offenders. More than so half. Half of the women at Lexington were there for drug cards. They were they were POWs also. Absolutely. Now, so, Dawn, um, the honey bun <laughs> thing, where uh, the women were trading their bodies for honey buns, who were uh -huh. more apt to do that? Do you think it was the white-collar offenders or the drug offenders? The drug offenders. So were the, so the white-collar offenders buying services, if you will, from the drug offenders? No, the drug offenders were buying from the drug offenders. So it was like a little. So you saying like they did little... associate with one another? <clears throat> they did, but no, the white collar, like the lawyers, the politicians, the business people, sort of stayed together. Birds so of a feather they, flocked together. Birds, so exactly. They didn't really hang with the <clears throat> crack, meth, cocaine, all that stuff. Was there any lesbian activity among the white collar offenders? Imagine there was. Mm, the some, but not much. Not much. Did anyone, mm -hmm. like, you know, the prison economy, did anyone ever, like, barter? Like, oh, um, I'll give you, like, three honey buns. You eat my honey bun, and um, I'll give you three. And um, the woman would say, no, no, I want five for that. Were they, now like, we're negotiating? Were they, yeah, were they yeah, negotiating they for services? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. You always want the most 
you can get. Really? Negotiation. Sure. So. Capitalism. Yeah, business people. Free trade. So would you want the, the most for your money. Women. Well, okay. <clears throat> it's a commodity. Sex is a commodity. It's the oldest profession in the world. Always has so, been. Yeah. You you know, it, some I of these women, these women they carry their money makers with them, if you will. Lucky so. Gal. Yeah, I know. So, Dawn, <laughs> was, let's say, a good-looking woman, some inmate that was kind of hot, could she command more money than some frumpy chick? No. I mean, you know, the ones who wore the perfume and the makeup and smelled good, they have a little bit of a better chance. But, no, because we all kind of look like, you know, not ourselves in there. Yeah, and okay. body type didn't matter either. Body type didn't matter either. Okay, so I think the you question of equal opportunity establishment. Well, yeah. yeah. All right, so Dawn, <laughs> yes. what would if a chick wanted to put a strap on? And this is fresh in my mind because there's this chick I'm talking to that just got oh, out of bed. God, where's your mind been? Well, she's in the halfway house. She's actually, she's over on Harold Way, Sid. Halfway house we were at. Which Afghanistan one? chick just got out of custody, and she was, like, telling me these stories. I'm going to have her on next week talking about, Where's uh, she, at? she got, she hey, at? she got 17 shots. She was at Dublin. She got 17 shots. I told her, you got the fucking record. Yeah, she really? lost only lost 90 days good time. Then they ended up moving her to Hazleton. Was 90 days all her good time? Well, no, because her sentence was longer than that. Uh, she says they lost some shit. Which, which halfway house is she at now, Larry? She's at the one we were at. She's at Vinewood. Uh, off of Western and Sunset? Western, yeah, on Herald Way, the one we were at. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. She's, right down she's the street from now. the White Horse uh, Saloon. Yeah, she's getting ready. She's gonna. She's getting a job in Westlake, and she's moving out to Northridge. So I'll probably end up doing lunch with her or something. But oh, nice. She, she was telling me that somehow they got like a strap-on harness into the prison. I mean, Dawn, did you see any chicks that were strapping it on others? No, they would get small, little, tiny stuff because. We were always getting shook down, so you can't be caught with a big dildo. You got to have like the little toys, and they would use them on each other. You know, we got cucumbers and zucchini. I told you from the yeah. kitchen, but no, nothing big came in as contraband. I got pissed at Holly because I said, "Holly, Dawn told me all this stuff," and I said, "You and I have been talking for years, Holly, and you never told me any of this shit." She goes, this stuff didn't happen at Victorville. It, it might not have happened at Victorville. Different demographics. Well, yeah, but the oh, shit come that, on. It <clears throat> happened everywhere. <laughs> maybe Holly was, like, not, I don't know. Maybe she just wasn't around it or something. It's, she, she wasn't, maybe she's just not telling us. <laughs> I was at the hillbilly camp, so, you know, everything goes. So the the female staff there where you were at at Lexington, were they hitting on the female inmates also? Mm, no, eh, not really. The the male, you know, the male guards are more enticing. The female ones were kind of mean to us, and but then they had their picks and their favorites. So 
can't really say that. Did you know of any female staff that were uh, engaged in sexual relations with a female inmate? No. No. I cannot. <coughs> Excuse me, people. I can't get rid of this cough. Told you what I to just... do. <laughs> Whiskey, oh. tea, and honey and lemon. Honey and lemon. I have bronchitis, yeah. or I did. I took something. I think I told Sid I got a Z-Pack. You know what a Z-Pack is, Dawn? Yeah, like five days of all of it in your body at once. That's right. Well, out. yeah. Z-Pack. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'll kill everything. Expedited <laughs> antibiotics, like argh, all of them. I'm wondering if I should go back to the doctor. Um, I mean, I got the Z-Pack two Fridays ago. I wonder if I should go back. Yeah, here, here's the bottom line. If, if you did the Z-Pack, believe me, you killed the infection. What you have is just the residual that hangs in your lungs for about two to two and a half weeks. Oh, it's great. harder than fuck to get rid of this shit anymore. So the only thing you can do is steam, try to break it up, do the, the honey, the tea, the whiskey, the lemon. You know, try to get that. That'll break up. What you have to do is break up all that you know, junk in your lungs now and get it out. You know, you're not infected. The Z-Pack, trust me, that kills everything under the sun. My brother was a pharmacist for over 50 years. So were most of my other cousins. So they clued me into this shit. <laughs> well, well, said, you know what? You were kind of continuing on the family business. Sort I of. absolutely continued the family business. <laughs> the only thing is, uh, Don, that Sid's brother and cousins were licensed pharmacists. Sid was like <laughs> I was unlo- involved I was in the pharmaceutical trade. Unlicensed. <laughs> 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 That's the only difference. Just unlicensed and licensed. What's the big yeah. <laughs> and Sid, you were like, in my, mind, in my mind, I wasn't doing anything wrong. No. <laughs> You're pardoned. Well, Sid, you were kind of like uh, Costco or Sam's Club, where you were moving things, like by the yeah. pallet. Yes. Where Absolutely. they were like they always dealing volume. <laughs> retailers. Not retail. Always be a wholesaler. Much more. Yeah. Fun. Just wholesale distribution. Like That's Kmart. Right. <laughs> kind of. It's like this is welcome to Sid's Drug Mart. God. The whole world's changing. There's going to be 40 states by the end of the year that have all have some form of legalization on marijuana. 40. You know, Dawn, that... Can they actually uh, stop it now? <laughs> Illinois, January 1st, Dawn, legalized uh, marijuana. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. Illinois did? Yep. Yes, it did. Illinois What's going on in Ohio? Michigan. With Kerry Co- yeah, Michigan no. rampant. Michigan, Illinois... Total legalization. Ohio, no. Texas, okay. They're still they're still talking about how to do medical. Um, you know that's that's where we're at with some of the states. They're they're trying to they're trying to justify the medical thing. But what happens is is once the door cracks open, and they realize, okay, you know, it's medical. We're collecting taxes. We're doing the right thing. Then it's not too long then. before it goes all the other you know way. That's why Terry Cook, I've got to go run down there and get him a little something, Terry, something. Well, they have it in Ohio now. Dawn, is is Terry still calling you in the middle of the night? 
No. Excuse me. Stop. He's <laughs> Finley, Ohio. He doesn't call me at all. I'm kind of sad. He doesn't call me at all. I never Oh, you're getting Gary. to like it. All right. We are going to – what did you say, uh, Sean? We're cutting to a commercial? That's what you said. 30 – Okay. We are 20 seconds probably now to a commercial. We're going to hear whatever kind of nonsense this station is running as far as commercial. I hope it's not the doggy diapers. Who the fuck came up with that? And we'll be right back here with you on the Chaos Crew, Street Justice Radio. Thanks for listening. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted, and every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. Whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, know there is hope, there is help, there is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Larry Levine, self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system, is ready to talk one-on-one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. Welcome back to Street Justice with Larry Levine on BBM Global on Long Island, New York. Pirate Radio USA out of Los Angeles. This is the Friday Chaos Crew, but the whole crew isn't here. We're missing Terry Cook. Terry Cook in Findlay, Ohio. Yeah, this is Terry. Uh, Terry used to call Dawn in the middle of the night and talk like this. Uh, Yeah. Got Sid Blitz with us in Venice, California. Dawn is with us. Dawn is with us from Chicago. Dawn, what are you doing in Chicago? Um, I was at some training. Training. Product training. What kind of product, product training? Usually when people talk to me about product, it's like, like narcotics. <laughs> no, it's like um, PEMS device training. Oh, PMS training. Okay. Well, is that like PMS. Mad cow disease? 
Yeah, no, that's it's like bioenergy stuff like that. Oh, okay. okay. I know about the bioenergy. Future of medicine. Hey, yeah, Larry. It's the future of medicine. Yeah, Sid. I don't mean to change the subject, but you were talking about Wall Street being all upset yeah. about you using their logo. New York well, Stock did Exchange. Did you hear the latest one? Do you remember that rat fuck Gordon Belford, the Wolf of Wall Street guy that got all his sure. all his clients indicted? Well, that fucker is suing. Martin Sorkazy and Red Granite Pictures, because allegedly he used dirty money from the Malaysia development, Birhad, or 1MDB, to, to produce the movie. So now that that guy is being chased all around the world, his father was the prime minister uh, of Malaysia, and he ripped off about $4.8 billion. And the he kid, did. he did his own ripping off. And he, you know, he he formed the uh, the movie company over here, and he's the one that put up the money and produced that show. So now Belford had sold all his rights to his life story and all that to the movie guys for like sixty million, I think. He got a big chunk of money. So now he wants to sue them to get his rights back because he said they used stolen money. Well, it's like crooks. Crooks that do big scams are mad that other crooks did a scam to, to pay him to promote a well, movie. Well, <laughs> Sid, what, Sid, what you need to understand, in his yeah, mind, right. in, his mind in his mind, what he, his mind, what he, did, he did, it was okay. There's a, guy was in the, okay. there's a guy in the prison consulting industry, or at least he was, named Michael Santos. I don't know okay. if you know who he is, anybody. Michael did 24 years. Michael was working and with he's Justin. He's about to do another 24, isn't he? Oh, the, you know about um, that. Offshore, yeah, the offshore real estate. Well, he there. hasn't. All right. Michael Santos founded Prison Professors. He was actually Justin Paperni, my enemy's partner, if you will. Michael Santos just got hit with an $84 million civil assessment from the SEC for participating in the largest timeshare scam, Belize timeshare scam in U.S. history. And was, the was judge... Was the timeshares out of Belize? Exactly. And yeah. the judge <laughs> in the case banned him from doing prison consulting, business consulting. There's like a whole laundry list of shit Michael Santos cannot do. Now... In his mind, I'm sure, because I read actually the pleadings. I read Michael's shit. Michael didn't think he was doing anything wrong in his mind. Now, I wonder, Don, you're saying he's going to do another 24 years. Credible defense now. Yeah. Don, did you hear that he was charged criminally? Is that something you heard? I did. When did you hear this? It it, had to be fairly frequent. I read it. It was recent. It was recently. Um, I read this, I scammed this, art, scammed this article that said he was involved in some ridiculously, it was like the SEC indicting him and a bunch of other people for the, like the, like the Cayman Island, whatever the timeshare was. And I'm thinking to myself, really, dude? Okay. And Michael I read his did, book when I was in there on the inside. Okay. Yeah. Michael wrote a I have respect for Michael Santos, although Michael Santos started some shit a couple of years back about Holly where Justin Paperni lied about a Facebook post. 
Matter of fact, Sid, you were in on that post. Remember I was talking about some guy that was talking shit about me and you said yeah. something, let's go kick his ass or something. Something like that. Something like that? You, you did. <laughs> imagine that. Well, I can't, I can't imagine that. Yeah, well, Justin <laughs> Perperny lied. I didn't even mention his name, but everybody knew who it was and said that I was threatening him and his wife was freaking out. How do you threaten somebody without mentioning any specifics or or somebody's name? I, I don't get that. But in my mind, I thought it was okay. You to didn't do. do anything wrong. No, I didn't. You know, I went into a I went into a seven eleven and I opened the case of the pastries and I looked at the donuts and I was hungry. So I took a bite out of a glazed donut. Then I put it back because I wasn't that hungry. And I walked out. But in my mind, Sid, I thought that was okay. <laughs> it was okay. No problem. It was all right. Hey, Dawn, have you ever been into like an AM, PM, Mini Mart? Of course. I do that all the time. In my mind, it's AM. okay. Dawn's like fast food on the go. You go into AM, PM, Mini Mart and you bite bites out of glazed donuts? <laughs> Now picture I this. Take a bite out and then put the bite back with the donut because you don't want to get fat. Oh, that's even worse. No, I threw it in the garbage. It's like, ooh. Picture this. You walk into an AM PM mini mart and you go and buy one of those hot dogs they have there behind the counter in the foil. You oh open it up. To put the relish, the mustard, or whatever. I think Sean, our engineer, has done this before, haven't you, Sean? That uh, you you go you go and you open the hot dog up, and there's a big fucking bite missing. <laughs> what do you do? Do you do you, do you tell the guy behind the counter? Well, you know, there's a bite missing out of this, and I want a discount because it's not all there. Sid, is that hang your on, doorbell? I think that's Sid's doorbell. Sid, it's the authorities. The police have found Sid. Sid in Venice, California. So, Dawn, yeah, how long have you been? Right. Is it the authorities? Sid, who is it? <laughs> no, they're gone. They're gone. Delivery Was it the, with the Jehovah Witness, Nitwits or something? Yeah, Nitwits. The whole nitwits bringing shit out to line the birdcage. So, Dawn, how long are you in Chicago for? Just till tomorrow, tomorrow night, and then back to Michigan. Are you going to see the Dawn? Dawn did something very clever when she got out. Dawn was looking for a relationship. Yeah, well, no, she she's in Michigan. Dawn was looking for a relationship, and you know we all have been on these. Wait a minute, with a with a man. Well, of course, with yeah. a man. Oh, okay. Dawn well, wasn't part of the remember, honey bun. Larry, you remember when we went through ADAP or RDAP or shut up your DAP? They told us <laughs> that we before when we got out, if we wanted to have relationships with women, we should first start with a plant. A plant. And then if the plant, yeah, and if a plant survived, then we could move up to like a goldfish. And if we didn't call to kill the goldfish, we could then move up to possibly a dog. Oh, to we make sure you can take these, care of something? Yeah, we have to go through all these steps before we actually go out and have a date. Well, I don't know about you, but if you've been sitting in prison for six years, you've got no time to kill a plant, a goldfish, or a dog. No. Right. 
You got to jump right in the action. Well, Dawn went on a dating site. I'm going to tell. Is it all right, Dawn, if I tell people about the site you went on? Oh, yes, please. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. She went on a site called, what was it called? Farmer Boy or something? Farmers Only. Farmers Only. So, Dawn, it's kind of like a plant. Dawn found herself a farmer. I did. And what does he farm? Well, he doesn't start anything. His family are, you know, corn, soy. Maybe it's marijuana. Yeah, there you go. Not yet. Hemp. We're working on hemp up there. I'm introducing everything to them. (laughs) Little by little. You're corrupting these farms. Are they Amish? No, they're not Amish. Really? They're country. They're Amish. Do they have... They're Amish. Does your boyfriend have a pickup truck with a gun rack? Yes, he does. He has about 14 guns, and he has... Two Dodge Rams, yes. The stereotypical there you go. country guy. Did, did, did you tell him he's committing a felony driving you around with the gun in the car? <laughs> he likes him up because <laughs> for hunting. But yeah, no, I had to tell him, uh, you can't be uh, driving that around because I could go get, speaking, I could get five. Speaking of that. hunting, these idiot fucking rednecks, Larry, out of North yeah. Carolina. I mean, these people got to be the dumbest fucks on the planet. Some guy takes his 10-year-old daughter out there, day one of hunting season for, for Back deer. Backwards country you know, fuck. Yeah, country boys. You know, we got the pickup truck and the Confederate flag. We got some moonshine. So he takes his 10-year-old daughter out there to go hunting with him. Some other hunters out there, because first day of hunting season back there, every fucking nut crawls out from the woodpile. You know that. They shot sure. the man and his daughter, <laughs> thinking they were deers. Well, they had to have been. Well, in their mind, they thought they in were deer. In their mind, it was okay. <laughs> they thought they were deers. <laughs> Look, you see them antlers, book? <laughs> no, uh, Billy Bob, I don't see no antlers. Look, look, little white fuzzy tail. Blam, blam. <laughs> so, did they, are they dead? Did they kill them? Absolutely dead. Oh, wow. When did this happen? Come on, they hung with 306 rounds. I mean, that'll kill the fuck out of you. Oh, well, yeah. The, uh, just the hydrostatic shock of that hitting you anywhere. Alone, that's right. The hydrostatic shock alone will probably just kill you. <laughs> and that's why I always carried a 45 automatic instead of the Wonder <laughs> 9. Because if you shoot, this is all allegedly, of course. If you shoot someone with a nine millimeter pistol, generally it's a semi-automatic pistol. You shoot them, shit, you can put four or five bullets in someone with a nine millimeter and they'll keep on coming at you. Let me tell you, but you put a fucking 45 round into someone. I don't care where you're hitting them. The hydrostatic stopper. Oh, yeah. One shot with a forty-five will put someone out on their ass. Don, when you go around shooting people, I mean, what do you prefer, the nine millimeter or the forty-five? You know, I've never had a gun, that. but it, I, I've never shot one. I, I've never even held one. I'm, you know, really? I don't know. But in, I advise you not to answer that. No, no, no. <laughs> but in your hold on, Don. In your mind, okay. In your mind. In your mind. <laughs> Because you can't commit a crime in your mind. We learned that this week. There's no crime in your mind. <laughs> you know, getting back to what they told you in RDAP, I never went to yeah. RDAP. 
They only wanted to give really? me 10 days off after 10 years, well, and I well, told them to take their stick, program and don't stick that. shove I it think, up their I think, ass. I was over at Latuna. I was in well, El Paso, Texas there. Remember to get that RDAP program. Yeah, and, well, and you're supposed to you're supposed to get a year off, but you know, up to. I mean, yeah, up to a year off. I think I wound up getting six months out of them off and six months in the halfway house. I told this this psych lady, told her I had a master plan. Oh, hold on, I got a cough. <laughs> Did you tell her you okay. masturbate? That's your master plan. That is my master plan. Is coughing. <laughs> I told her we were talking about in one of these psych programs about relationships. I told yeah. her I had a master plan for a relationship when I got out. And she's like, really? She goes, well, we would like to, you know, it's one of those group sessions. Dawn, did you ever participate in um, psychological shit I, in the prison? No, because I would not. I pissed her off because I wouldn't accept my responsibility. And oh. I wasn't molested. I, I just didn't. Like the group. Well, you are guilty. That's say. why you didn't accept. Well, well, Dawn, you know what? I wasn't guilty. <laughs> you could have actually, mm-hmm. for a honey bun, you could have been molested. I could have for the honey bun, but I didn't. Yeah. No, I, they told me, don't come back. I was, yeah, I was not cooperative with the psych group. Well, I told this, this lady that um, I had a master plan when I got out. She was like really intrigued. I go, yeah. I told her, I'm going to find three women, East Coast, Central, <clears throat> Central U.S., West Coast. I said, I'm going to get them all pregnant at the same time. And I'm going to let all these women raise these kids. And I'll pay for it. I'll have three kids. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until they're about three years old. I'm going to hook up with the best woman. I'm going to steal the other two kids. Nice plan. You like that? And she stopped. And she looked at me and she says, you can't do that. And I said, well, in my mind, I can. No, I told her. I said, yes, I can do that. I said, she goes, that's not right. And she said she was going to call my mother. I, I kid you not. Prison psychologist said she was going to call my mother. What do you think of that, Sean, our engineer? Me getting three chicks knocked up at the same time and stealing the other two kids. Do you approve of that? Why just two? (laughs) Sean has asked, why just two? Because I think that three kids are easier to manage than, let's say, five kids, ten kids. But I I wanted to do this. And she's like furiously scribbling notes telling me that that I can't do this. I'm like, yes, I absolutely can do this. Now, this is the same shrink that I told her, you know, this lady used to send me to more of her fucking programs. I told her I was addicted to bisexual women. And I told her that. We needed to wean me off this very, very slowly. Or this would be hazardous to my health. Well, that was the last straw. This is the same lady, you know, what do you regret most about going to prison? Told her I regret I couldn't. I told her I regretted I couldn't commit. I, I regret I couldn't commit fraud on eBay when they first started. Because I heard it was real easy to do. 
and I put this lady through the ringer, but when I, when I did the bisexual woman thing, she threw me out of her class and she, she just never wasn't very open-minded. No, no, she wasn't. She never put me on another call out ever again to go to any of her programs, which was, you know, just fine with me. What the fuck do I know? I think we're, what are we, Sean, are we 30 seconds to a break or is my clock off? For, we're 30 seconds. We can do a 29 second countdown. When we come back, top of the hour, maybe Holly will be rejoining us. Maybe she won't. Said there Maybe was she'll some find shit. the exit from the loop. She'll find the Holly's driving in circles. It's like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> right. We come back, Sid. I want you to talk about the RDAP <laughs> coordinators that were at Nellis. That uh, the RDAP were some, people. Yeah, remember the lady oh, with the husband in the oh, parking lot. So we'll we'll, we'll, oh, we'll get to that when we come back. All right, we're going to be right back here with you on Street Justice, and uh, keep on listening, motherfuckers. <laughs> Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and to in radio. If you seek a courageous advocate, prepare to champion your rights with consumer service agencies that support aging populations. Carol Ann Hamilton is the one for you. Carol Ann is an elder care coach, author, and speaker with a quarter million hours lived experience successfully supporting unculpable aging parents. As a result of a challenging journey, Carol Ann revolutionizes how stressed out caregivers restore serenity to their worlds. She also brings over 25 years of change management expertise in Fortune 500 settings to catalyze urgent transformation within the elder care industry. Carol Ann is a popular speaker at conferences across North America. She has appeared via TV, radio, and print globally. Now you can tune in weekly to get a dose of her inspiration, plus down-to-earth advice to cope with even the most difficult aging parents. Listen Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Bold Brave Media and TuneIn Radio. Larry Levine, self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system, is ready to talk one-on-one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. Welcome back to Street Justice here on BBM Global out of Long Island, New York, also on Pirate Radio USA on the West Coast. Dawn Marie was in Chicago. I guess she's still in Chicago. She just left us. And Julio Briones was on earlier. Terry Cook, who the fuck knows where he's at? Holly Coleman in Dallas came in, came out. She's supposed to be back this hour. I don't know. It's just me and Larry Alger up in Seattle. 
slipped. He had a slip and fall, and, broke his hip yesterday. That sounds, is that Holly? Is she back? It's Holly in Dallas. Yay. Holly. All right. Holly, All right. Holly's you found back. Your way. It's, Hi, the Fed, it's the Fed Fab Three. Holly and Sid and myself. We've all done federal time. Holly, Sid's yeah, going to tell us at Nellis about, uh, about a staff member there who had some issues oh, with her husband. Sid, well, take and it. You actually remember it better than I do, Larry, but the RDAP program, the guy who I think he was running some of the classes, him and his wife got into a row because she was sleeping around. And he with he, other officers flew. or yeah, I think she was sleeping with one of the lieutenants. <laughs> and I got to tell you, Holly, this was not what you would call a. In the old days, they would say she was homely. <laughs> she, <laughs> so she was <laughs> homely, you know. Like know. imagine somebody in a long, long kind of like. Uh, well, we're not you know, talking about rock star chicks working for the BOP, so you know. No. Yeah, well, this, this one was as far from the rock stars like underneath a rock. And she was sleeping around, and the guy just lost his shit. And he went out in the parking lot and blew his brains out in the car. He was having wow. a bad Go day. Go figure. That was a bad day. <laughs> that was a bad day. <laughs> bad day. That's Listen, a really bad day. If you put a 10 pound burlap sack over this woman and beat her with baseball bats, probably would be an improvement. That would be, yeah, that'd be like plastic oh. surgery or something. She was, she was just not an attractive girl, but. God, she found guys. Well, you know, whatever floats your boat, I guess, you know, exactly. whatever. <laughs> exactly. Holly, did hey, they listen, have names when, when you were at a, uh, Victorville, was... Holly, in the Fed? I mean, uh-huh. at every institution I've been at, Sid's been at, there were certain nicknames like uh, inmates had for the staff. Was there oh, any yeah. cute little nicknames you guys called the staff oh, yeah. over there at Victorville? Share with us. Oh, yeah. A victim, a Victimville, yes. Victimville, yeah, that I like that Victimville. Victimville. <laughs> is that where is that where Holly Holly Houghton's gonna go? Victorville. That, well, that's where Holly's already at. done the Victorville yeah. game. I've already done that. Larry, Larry, tour. we we discussed last week, Larry, how Holly's a prison consultant that she hired advised her and got her into taking MMA classes. That was oh, yeah. Justin. <laughs> That was that guy Justin I was talking about. Who? And that's Lori Laughlin. Yeah, yeah Lori Laughlin. That's her, the prison consultant she hired. That's what he recommended and got her yeah, to take an sure. class. What a fucking douchebag. Like, really? You know that? I mean, you, you now, know the now, biggest Larry, thing you, is. You and, you and I never spent any time at a woman's prison. Holly did. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that a white-collar softy like uh, no. her that's probably looking even if she goes on with this farce unless she uses my new defense in her mind it was okay so if she uses the new Sid Trump defense she'll be all right and then and then she could get Jay Suckalock to go to court and say this woman is always a woman of her word <laughs> Because because literally, Lori is is facing the same thing Trump is. Let's see. She's charged with money laundering, uh, uh, fraud, bribery, (laughs) and and obstruction of justice. I mean, this is the Trump case. She's got to go with the same defense. In her mind, she did nothing wrong. 
in her mind, she thought it was okay to kick half a million dollars to get well, the idiot. Well, I, yeah. I really, yeah, I really think she's kind of using that right now, and that's going to thoroughly be in, in her mind for her. half a million dollars because the money was going to go to help underprivileged kids get into <laughs> USC. And believe me when I tell you this. There ain't no underprivileged kids at USC. You go check out that parking no. lot. No. Lexuses, BMWs, uh, starter Mercedes. There's Pajarmos driving G-Wagons in there. There's Chinese kids pulling up in brand-new fucking Ferraris <laughs> and Lamborghinis. That is there no underprivileged kids. You're no, right. I, would I lie about this? You're right. That's right. No. <laughs> well, USC stands for the University of Spoiled Children. You didn't know that. Yeah, Maybe that, you did. That is yeah. my prison. My old prison consultant went there. <laughs> Your old prison <laughs> consultant. What's his? You know, Holly. I talked to. I, yeah. I mentioned this before. I talked to yeah. the journalist from the Atlantic. We talked about a lot mm -hmm. of shit. We talked about the prison consulting gig. How you and I met, Holly and. He wanted to yeah. know that if you would talk about your prior prison consultant, because the uh, his original, the, the editor-in-chief of the Atlantic magazine actually gave him Justin Paperni's name, that we would like yeah. you to do a story and do it on, use this guy. And he looked at this guy, Justin, and said, this guy sounds like a fucking TED Talk. Look at Larry Levine. This guy's knowledgeable. This guy is colorful. And he wanted to know if you would have a problem talking about Justin Perperny. Yeah, hey, no, definitely explain my experience, of course. I, I told him. I said, I am pretty sure that Holly won't have a problem about it. Then he said, maybe I should do a story about both of you and have oh, yeah. you and Justin slam each other. I said, that would be wonderful. I think you <laughs> should. <worry>. So, yeah. <laughs> how, much, how much time did this Justin guy do? Holly, what was it, like a year and a half or something? Barely, Not even that. Barely a year. He did it yeah, at Taft. Said. He what? did it at Taft. It wasn't even a real prison. Taft? Do you mean the camp? Taft camp. It was a private. No. Yeah, Taft camp, oh, but private. that's not even it. Yeah, camp Taft. It was a fucking a, a geo. It wasn't a real BOP facility that he was in. Oh, my God. And what did he, this pussy do this the year He's for? pretty slick, guys. Pretty slick with that white collar stuff. So that's that's what, the what was uh, his what was that's his kind of the hook. Holly, what was he was a stockbroker for Bear Stearns. Fraud, yeah, pop, pop, yeah, pop for fraud. Insider trading, kind of Martha Stewart. Insider trading shit. Yes. Oh, okay. He had his hand in the cookie jar. <sighs> yes. Well, every once in a while, they got to grab one of them fish out of the pond just to, like, show the people out there, look, look, we got the one corrupt fish. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the sharks are swimming around eating everything. Well, that's like, I, <laughs> so Holly, look, I sent you, Holly, yeah. did you see that link I sent you? Or I actually sent you a PDF. Did you see that? I did see the PDF. I, I think we've, we've talked about this before. Yes. About the cease and desist? Cease and desist, yes. Yeah. And I don't um, think our, call, our listeners know anything about this. but I talked about it a little while ago. There's, there are several news articles online about that cease and desist order that I got from the <laughs> New York Stock Exchange. And 
They were upset because I was inferring there were people on Wall Street that were committing crimes. And no, this, nobody on Wall Street would commit a crime. And this was like in the height, the height of the meltdown. Yeah. No sense of fucking humor, but Justin, Justin was right there with them, stealing clients' money. You know, Dawn said Ooh. that she heard. I, I don't know if you were listening, Holly. That and that's wrong. I wasn't on Wall Street. Yeah, that's a crime she said on Wall that, Street. <laughs> she she said she heard that Mike Santos is being indicted. Actually, was ordered. It was. It's over uh, the civil portion. I think for him. I don't know if this has gone criminal, but his order was to pay eighty-six million dollars. Eighty-six million. Yes, million. But in his and mind, is- he should just <laughs> say, well, "In my mind." So wait, wait, wait. Here we go. You get a hold of the district court and say, "Well, I've paid that." And they'll go, well, you have? Well, in my mind, I did. <laughs> well, hey, they hey, took everything I, I wanna, next time, I hope everything. there's never next time. So. But if I go to court again, I want to go to the court like this, like the court in the Senate, where you can't have any witnesses <laughs> against you. They can't bring any <laughs> material or documents <laughs> against you. And basically, everything that you've already heard is bullshit, so you're innocent before you walk in the court. I want there you go. <laughs> and you want, want them all hopped up on sugar and candy and everything else and a glass of milk. <laughs> and a glass right. of milk. Got milk? Here is, you know Got what? Yeah. If you want to throw all that Ukraine shit out, the bribery, the extortion, and just center on one thing, obstruction of Congress, obstructing Essentially, a subpoena for documentation. Did you see Trump bragging? I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. He was actually bragging in Davos, Switzerland. We have all the evidence, and they don't have any of it. I did hear it. Yes, I actually heard him say that, yes. So he's bragging about obstructing justice. So I I just— yeah, Larry, do you, re- do you remember when I had the place down in the marina and, and I, I told do. you the feds walked in and they wanted me to go to Detroit to testify? I do. Okay. I mean, basically, I they had a secret grand jury going on. And it was over some cars that I sold some guys. And they showed me some pictures. And they said, are these the cars? And I go, how the fuck would I know? You're showing me pictures of cars. You know, all cars look the same. <laughs> you know, and they said, well, we want you to come come to Detroit and testify. I said, I'm not coming to Detroit. I am a hostile, um, what do you call witness. it? Uh, witness. Hostile witness. <laughs> yeah, I'm hostile to you people. I will not I will not testify. And they said, well, you got to come. Uh-huh. We said, witness, yeah. You know, uh-huh. and I said, yeah, and I said, well, I mean, what does that mean? And they said, well, if you don't get on a plane, you're in and, contempt and come and show up. We're going to send the U.S. Marshals for you, and we're going to fucking take you to MDC, and then we're going to transport you there. And I said, "Wow, diesel therapy to you, yeah, yeah, yeah." We're going to we're we're going to do this. We're in diesel therapy, your ass. So, so they said, "But call this office, and they'll send you a ticket, and they'll send you a voucher 
for a room and meals and all this other stuff. And I said, but you understand, I cannot help you. I cannot testify. I will not give testimony. And they go, well, well you're still coming. I'm still so coming, these, aren't you? These, these guys that they want to come to Trump's deal, um, Mulvaney and uh, Bolton, Bolton and all the all the other crooks, even even uh, Pump Pumpo asshole Pompaneo. I mean, yeah. all they got to do is give them a subpoena. If they don't show up, the marshals come get you and drag you there. That's... If you want to stand on the fifth, you can stand on the fifth, right, Larry? Unless you yeah, can, but yes he's invoking no. executive privilege on this, so that's why. Unless well, that's you give them immunity yeah, from prosecution. If you give them right. immunity from prosecution, they can't take the fifth because then they right. can't okay. perjure themselves. Right. So what Trump essentially I mean, did is all day long, guys. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you 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 have to answer him. He's saying he doesn't agree with the subject matter. And because he doesn't agree with the charges that they don't have to testify. Well, that's not how it works. If they get away with this, if they get away with this bullshit at this level, they have altered all courts and all procedures forever. All the way down the line. Everybody's going to walk in and go, but in my mind. That's why everybody's throwing their hands up going, the shit constitution. What the hell is going on? Yeah. The U.S. Listen, the Republican senators. I don't need to show up on a subpoena. (laughs) The Republican senators are involved in the largest public cover up in history. Oh. Conspiracy? They are. And they know. Yeah. Every one of them. You don't think that uh, what's that cocksucker, Mitch McConnell? You don't think uh, Mitch McConnell knows that Trump bitch, is guilty of Moscow sin? Mitch, Trump's bitch, Mitch. Lindsey Graham, <laughs> Midnight <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> Lindsey Graham. There. I love it. They Lindsay all Graham, know. Yeah. They all know Trump is guilty. Lindsay and already re- gave the best argument for why they should well, have witnesses and, and documents. Only he made it 20 years ago, and Bill Clinton yes, did the thing. Not well, This is going to leave a big stain on the Republican Party. Listen, I used to have a lot of respect for Alan Dershowitz, being his background and how much he knows about the law. But this last week, whatever respect I had for that man is gone. Matter of fact, now I think he's just a criminal of the state. Well, he's in trouble. Somebody's got something on him. He's been implicated in the Epstein case. Haven't you seen that? Yeah, in the Epstein. That's exactly it. Yeah. Wait wait a minute. You think they got something on him? Oh, yeah. He's part of the investigation that he was having sex. Epstein was supplying Dershowitz women. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so dead men can't tell any tales right now. <laughs> there's a massive cover-up going dead men on. Tell no tales. Yeah. Holly, what and, is and we, working? We know is he's Terry, dead, right, folks? Is that Terry Cook? That it might is. Terry uh, as Cook, Sid yeah. refers to me, the 420 Ohio guy. Yeah. 420 Ohio. <laughs> so, Terry. Yeah. In your, yeah. if you were to have. 
an orchard full of, of marijuana growing. Like yes. a thousand acres, like and you knew and it orchard. was illegal. Okay. And they took you to court. They charged you. How would you feel about using a defense that, well, in my mind, I thought it was legal? That would be, yeah. Isn't that what we're getting away with now? I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I said it, it must be true. Uh, well, Terry, you yes. should run for president and just do whatever the fuck you want. That's and, it. We, he's laid down the presidents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Larry, so don't you remember you remember Gordon, right? Who? You remember Gordon Hall, remember? Sure. And I went to his seminars that people paid a lot of money to go to. Basically, that's what Gordon said. There are no facts. The facts are on the moon. Nobody can prove the facts. Of course, he went to jail for 15 more years. Yeah, oh. well. <laughs> that was before the, it was in my mind, okay, defense. <laughs> Well, look at Crazy Barry. <laughs> Ollie, it was the most interesting seminar you could ever go to. They were telling these people, and there was a room at the Marriott at LAX. This room asked hundreds of people. I mean, several hundreds of people were in there. And Sid, we're cutting in, to a commercial. They're there for a couple of days. Sid, stop. All right, got it. We're going to cut to a commercial. We'll be right uh, back sorry, here with you on the Friday Chaos Crew on Pirate Radio USA. Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians, and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History in the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. She is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com, and email alice at aliceasmar at aol.com. 
Larry Levine. Self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system, is ready to talk one-on-one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. Welcome back to the Friday Chaos Crew here on PirateRadioUSA.net out of Los Angeles. BBM Global out of Long Island, New York. We're bi-coastal, left coast, right coast. Got Terry Cook just joined us from Finley, Ohio. Holly Coleman, Houghton. Holly, Holly, what last name should we use for you now? I keep telling you either one. I'm legal to use either. <laughs> Holly. We got H. We got Holly Houghton. Hollywood. Hollywood Holly. We got Hollywood. We got Holly in <laughs> Dallas. Sid Blitz is in Venice, California. We were just talking on the break about like going to the drive-in. So I got a question for Terry Cook. Terry mm-hmm. Cook in Finley, Finley, Ohio. Yeah, Terry. The drive-in yeah. was it. Uh, uh, so Terry, uh, tell I was us. The ticket taker. Yes, uh, everybody had to t- go. Wait, wait, wait. You were the ticket taker at the drive-in? Yeah. I w- yes. You give me the money, I give you the tickets. You go in, and there it is. Uh, it's the place to be. So, mm-hmm. so Terry, did, did anyone ever try to, like, sneak people in in the trunk? Oh, it was common, okay? Yeah, right on. Do you think that was okay? So, in, in your mind, was that okay? In my mind, that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't need to ask wait Sid if he smuggled Terry, people Terry, in in the fucking wait, trunk. Wait a minute. Was t- Terry was the ticket the ticket taker? Terry was working uh, at the yes. theater, the, the Bijou. So you moved, you moved up from the Bijou drive-in all the way to the Mini Mart? Yes. I have right. progressed uh, miles. <laughs> Upward <laughs> mobile mobility. Three miles high. Yeah, you betcha, buddy. <laughs> no, actually, Larry... Actually, Larry, yeah. you were asking me about drive-ins. So it, it, before when we were talking to Holly, she was talking about how they cruised some boulevard up in her neck of the woods when she was growing up. And Colorado. you and I chimed in and we said, Van, yeah, Colorado. And we chimed in and we said, well, Van Nuys Boulevard. And Van Nuys Boulevard is like really the, the, the melting pot or the wellspring of the whole cruise night scene. It kind of started in Southern California, Whittier, uh, Riverside Drive, Van Nuys Boulevard. I mean, these places were famous for that. Low but riders, hot rods, and about, surfers. Yeah, but we that's right. But you were talking about drive-in movies. So there was another another fad that I was at the forefront in. 1967, I got back from prison camp, fire camp, and I went back to high school, and I went to work for my dad in the warehouse. And I had some money saved up, and part of my job was delivering stuff. You know what I mean? So I got a van. I got a Dodge van. And there was a bunch of kids around the high school, Monroe High School, and Reseda and Canoga Park, you know, Valley guys. And they were, I noticed they had, they had surfer vans, and, and you were starting to see Ford and Chevy vans popping up. So I got together with a couple of guys in, in the front yard at the, in the garage, and I said, hey, let's make this customized. And they go, what do you mean? And I says, well, I'll take it to, it wasn't Earl Scheib, it was the other one. 
that did the custom paint jobs. Like I think it was like Pearl Scheib was nineteen ninety five or twenty nine ninety five, and the other guys were like forty nine ninety five. So they did a better job. So I painted the van bright yellow. We paneled it inside. We put in the strobe lights and the and the lights that flicker to the music, the rainbow lights. And we, we yeah, put I remember fur that. carpeting there. Fur carpeting, we built a bed. We put a fake television and a fake TV in there. Because in those days, we didn't have the technology to make that shit work. But we thought it was cool. So we kind of like were ahead of like the whole market there. And we put these big wheels and tires and customs. We dumped the thing all off. That love shack with black velvet curtains over the windows is what I took to the drive-in. I had my own that sounds car like, wheeled. <laughs> that sounds like the best sex car there is to go on. It was the absolute best sex car. When the vans pulled in, like about 50 of them, not 50, but in those days it was probably more like 20. When they pulled more- in all together and took rows up, I mean, it was pretty obvious what was going on in those rows. <laughs> that sounds like the best. If I could do that now, I would definitely do that. Listen, Who if you is that? Is that Mark Palmer? We, that, we, had to, we had to park around the corner because if you showed up to a girl's house to pick her up for a date on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> night to take her to the drive-in, and her mother saw that, she was Heck no. That. You're not going. You're saying it. No. <laughs> They'd have Bad to boy. sneak out the back. Yeah, exactly. I had I had many a girls climb into my van wearing like their oh, normal God. conservative clothes and strip in front of me and put on mini skirts. I mean, that's how the night would start. How great is that for an upbringing? That man, it being the times it is now, you can't do that anymore. But that sounds like the best thing there is. Oh, I'm glad who, I wasn't born now. Who's on? Wait, wait. Who, who is that? Who's on it's with Jojo. us? It's Jojo. It's Jojo. That's my Joe. That's my grandson. I, I didn't even fucking recognize you. <laughs> I called in. I, I texted you. I was gonna Jojo, call he in. was gonna motherfuck you off the air any second. Yeah, I said, who the fuck <laughs> is that? <laughs> hey, kid, I thought you were coming down here this week. What happened to you? You never, you, you never got in contact with me, sir. Sir, you have to call me, sir. I'm your grandpa. I you never, you never, you said you were gonna. I keep giving respect. Was I in Vegas when I talked to you? Like that, sir, work. Yeah, I called you on Monday. You said I'll call you on Tuesday, letting you know, and I never got a call. He wasn't calling nobody back on Tuesday. No, I actually I wasn't. I was driving back from Vegas. I was feeling like shit on Tuesday. So I'm the. I'm doing. Hold on, the Chronicles of JoJo. JoJo. Oh, so yes. tell us what mm-hmm. woman is in your life now. Well, I'm currently only talking to one woman. Uh, her name, uh, I'm not going to say her name. She's sweet. She knows how to cook. Aww. She went to college. She works for an insurance firm. How old is um, she? She got her. She is uh, 19. Sounds like she's got oh her shit God. together. Yeah. There, the did you hear the, all this the stuff he just said? I did. She cooks and she keeps the house clean and she works. She and we didn't even know girls like that till we were almost 40 years old. Now, yeah, I'm really. Not, I'm not even sure if I know any like that now. I, so, <laughs> hey, kid, is that at your 19, sugar mama? At 19, um, we, were just, we were just worried about, hey, how fast can we get their panties down? <laughs> I, um, I want to say I, she's my sugar mama. Um, I wish she, 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 she there with you now. 
No, she's not. She she's not here with me now. Where are you at? Are you at home? Yes, I am at home. At home. Okay. So, how long have you been seeing this girl? A few weeks. I just and got out of something before her, so. Just got out of something. Now. Have you hit the Taking third date? Taking it slow. Taking it slow, right, JoJo? Whoever yes, did man. that. Hey, did and, you hit the third date yet? Because that used to be the magic marker. No, no, I, with the last girl, the last girl, I didn't really care about her too much, so I was okay with that. But this girl, I'm actually trying to take it somewhere nice and. There you, know. you go. Good, so I like that. Man, halfway, JoJo, on the first day, give him some wine and weed. On the second day, give him a roofie. On the third date, you should be getting them divorced and throwing them out of his car. <laughs> you know, I actually she doesn't smoke weed, so. I was a little bit of a bummer, but it's okay. Is she dry? You want, you want to give her some edibles? Um, you know, I try talking okay, to her. Okay, Jojo, that. I've never do done that either. So it's all good. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it, but I don't, I like weed. I personally, I like all types of weed. So, okay. right on. Um, but yeah, no, she's cool. You just just taking it on the trip. Yeah. Okay. So, well, Jojo, okay, Jojo, so you 200 million Americans agree with you. So Jojo, you kicked all those other girls to the curb, huh? Yeah, the la yeah. I was having a lot of fun and then I was like, you know what? It's time to take stop yeah. Stop being a whore. Larry, that's, that's is important. Jojo over eighteen? He's nineteen. Yeah, she's nineteen. How old are you? Perfect. I'm eighteen. We need him we need him as the president of our food company. <laughs> <laughs> I got the I don't know how you to know make what edibles. I'm talking about. I know, you know what I'm talking edibles. about, Jojo. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta start looking at distribution across the country, brother. You won't Let's have to worry by twenty five you'll have three Ferraris in the driveway. <laughs> I actually want a Cadillac, but okay. A Cadillac. Okay. okay. Hey, wait a minute. They've come out with some pretty good product lately. I like some of the new caddies. You know, yeah, I'm more of an old. I want a 1967 Cadillac Deville, Coupe Deville. That's my dream well, car. Well, you're, ta you know. you're talking to your right uncle because I specialize. There in we classics. go. <laughs> the you gave me my nickname. Kosher the kosher burrito. burrito. That's right, kosher burrito. The, kosher burrito. <laughs> <laughs> the term kosher burrito was born in a federal prison in Safford, in Arizona. That's right. My daughter on told bocce, me that she was pregnant. Court. On a bocce court. Uh, on a bocce court. And I, I was meeting up with Sid about an hour later. I go, guess what? I'm going to be a grandfather. I said, the father's Mexican. He goes, oh, your daughter's going to have a kosher burrito. And uh, <laughs> here we go. The burrito is done. Here it is. We got a great yep. grandson out of it. <laughs> there we go. Did. 18 years later, shining bright. There That's we right. go. <laughs> so are you working now? Did you lose your job? Yes, what I happened? Um, okay, so I was working at Spencer's, and the season is over, so they let me go. Okay. But they told me once September hits, if anybody quits, that I'm back on. So once September goes on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be rehired, or if anybody quits, I'm going to be rehired. Okay, but, so what um, about the I'm, other I'm job? Working, I'm still working there, just hours are really shitty right now. So I am looking for another job in the meantime. 
Isn't that the place where that bitch manager hated your guts or something? You know what's crazy is we actually became Slipper or a roofie? roofie. You were a roofie. You became friends? <laughs> yeah, we became friends. We, actually, we went out Tuesday night with some other coworkers. Give her, give her and we some all got, Starbucks. We all got drunk. Yeah. Hey, maybe she wants a piece of the JoJo. What do you think? That's it. You know, she might, but I can't give it to her. I can't give it to her. No, no JoJo. A lot of people want a piece of the kosher burrito, but (laughs) (laughs) that's that's not cockiness. That's just truth. Look what you've done, Sid. (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) I was a good influence, Larry. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a good uncle. I'm a good influence. Thanks to so, thanks, uh, thanks to my uncle Sid and Grandpa Larry, I've definitely you know experienced some fun in my life. <laughs> we try. Oh, that's, that's all I can say. Try to do our best. <laughs> Is we try, but you've got Aunt Holly there in Dallas. You've got oh, uh, hello, Aunt Holly. Hello, darling. And we've got uh, Terry well, Cook. Sure. JoJo goes on my Facebook page and he argues with <laughs> Terry Cook. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Sheila is in the house. Hello, Sheila. Hey, hey now nice that we got two, two women on the line, we I got Reverend Sheila, a woman of the cloth. <laughs> a woman of the cloth. <laughs> a woman of many cloths. Hey, Sheila, are you still so- getting those midnight calls from Terry Cook? Uh, no. Never a call. Never. No, 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 no never a call with uh, Sheila. No, Blue Message Box is our communicator. Don Marie, now we get calls, okay. I'm going to call Sheila like at one in the morning. I'm going to go, and I'm going to I'm gonna spoof the caller ID. I've done this to Dawn before. I put in mm-hmm. Terry's phone number, because I can make any number show up, because I own a phone company. And I'll call Dawn up, and Terry's number will come up. And it says Finley, Ohio. And I go, Yeah, it's Terry Cook. And she, Terry, she actually thought it was you when I did this. I'm like, Terry, how are you? All right. Yeah. And she goes, Terry, are you in the mini mart right now? I go, Yeah, I'm in the mini mart. I am not, but. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you what, um, she would know my voice, so. As soon as you, as soon as you spoke, she'd know you were. No, no, she not. didn't. She thought it was you at first. She didn't. Oh, <laughs> really? Well, Terry, you know what? Okay. I talked to Dawn about this earlier. Okay, okay. and she yeah. told me she's in Chicago right now. You just missed her, Terry. She was on our oh, first hour. Okay. She says I'm okay. jealous because Terry doesn't call me anymore. I think he's calling oh. Sheila. You need to start calling him. <laughs> You need to start hey, calling Dawn again. Okay. You do. Back with Dawn Gray. Yes, we have super conversations. Absolutely, right on. Yeah, we Terry. talk about the show. Okay, we talk about the people on the show, and uh, geez, we have uh, a high degree of substance in conversation. Well, That's I mean, but there's a high degree of substance that you've ingested. Sheila, are you still in San Diego? I thought you were up in San Francisco the other day. I saw. Yes, I was all over the place on the West Coast. I am back home now. Are you back on the East? I'm in New Jersey now. Now, next Friday, 
I will be in Florida. <laughs> oh, that's, but I'll that's still, a, I should still be jump. able to call in. <laughs> what are you doing down in Florida? Are you actually going to do like a prayer sermon in Florida, Reverend? No, more bartering and trade, trading uh, workshops, you know? She's bartering and trading. And trade. what, 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 Terry, what do you <laughs> – Terry Cook in Finley, Ohio. Yeah. Terry, what do you think it is that – what is Sheila going to be trading uh, when she's down there in Florida? Well, woodchucks. Uh, woodchucks. <laughs> what do you think? Terry's uh, Terry's going to do some bartering. Terry Terry has no aunt. Terry, Terry – Holly, Terry is speechless. <laughs> Uh, All right, we got okay. 30 seconds. We're going to cut to a commercial. We're going to move into our final segment. And we're going to be right back with you, and we're going to kill it this segment. I want mm -hmm. sarcasm. I want laughter. I want Terry. All right, we'll be right back with you. Psychologist, master certified coach, and CEO of the executive and organizational development firm True North Leadership, Dr. Relly Nadler brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. He is the author of Leader's Playbook and Leading with Emotional Intelligence that lays out tips and tools for effective leadership. Dr. Nadler has designed multi-day executive boot camps for high achievers in Fortune 500 companies and has coached CEOs, presidents and their staff, and developed and delivered innovative leadership programs for such organizations as Anheuser-Busch, BMW, MCI, EDS, DreamWorks Animation, the U.S. Navy, and Vanguard Health Systems. To learn more and get your free iPhone app highlighting his tools with videos, leadership keys, visit www.truenorthleadership.com today. Dr. Rob Moyer is the director of the Ocean River Institute, and he is passionate about saving the ocean by helping dolphins suffering from nitrogen pollution. Nitrogen is a dangerous pollutant, affecting our oceans, altering ocean ecosystems, and contributing to global warming. The Ocean River Institute provides opportunities to make a difference and encourages people to go the distance for savvy stewardship of a greater and bluer planet Earth. Partnered with organizations from Massachusetts to Florida, Alaska to the Caribbean, the Ocean River Institute's mission is to foster involvement in conservation and environmental monitoring by facilitating grassroots efforts at local and regional levels. Hello, I'm Rob Moyer of the Ocean River Institute. Please visit our website at oceanriver.org. Sign up for free e-alerts. You may call us at 617-661-6647. Our email address is info at Ocean River. Become informed and then act with us. Thank you. Larry Levine, self-taught in criminal law and tired of seeing people getting ripped off or burned by the system, is ready to talk one-on-one -on -one with you. It's not about who's right or wrong. It's who's a better liar. And now the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. Welcome back to Street Justice on Pirate Radio USA out of Los Angeles. BBM Global out of Long Island, New York. Got a cast and crew. The Chaos crew is with me. We've got Jojo, my grandson, Jojo Sanchez, out Hello, somewhere everybody. in, I don't know, Colton, California. <laughs> Holly Coleman in Dallas. We've got Reverend Sheila, woman of the cloth. Hollywood Holly. 
She's in uh, New Jersey. Got Holly Chicago. in Dallas. I think I already said Holly. I, Holly, I gave, yeah. I mentioned you twice. Got uh, Sid. Sid Blitz in Venice, California. We got Terry Cook in Finley, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> do I do? How do I sound, Holly? How does that sound? Does that sound like Terry? Yeah, pretty much sounds like Terry. Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty Holly. accurate over here. That's Reverend huh. Sheila. I'm doing some bartering with Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, people, what's going to happen with this fucking impeachment? He's going to be found Woo-hoo. not guilty by what? Reason Woo-hoo. of insanity? Reason of <laughs> lack of evidence? Well, the Republicans <laughs> want to see new evidence, by the way. The only problem they is want to see new. Oh, they don't new have evidence. enough. No, they want to see any new evidence, but they're blocking any new evidence. Tell me how that works. <laughs> how do you they want to see new, new, new evidence of witnesses, yet they're blocking all that? I just like don't get it. Here. No. <laughs> Holly, got, in your office, Holly works for, for those of you who don't know, Holly has cleaned yeah. up her life after uh, her stint in federal prison. She is employed by the Dallas County Public Defender's Office. They love her there. We love Holly here on this show, too. Holly, what is the general opinion amongst the staff of the Dallas County Public Defender's Office on the impeachment? I mean, what do they think of the spectacle? (laughs) They're just basically saying go Beto still. (laughs) No, it's Beto. 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 Yes. No. Here's um, an... Obviously, obviously, they think it's just a total shit show. So. It's it's a disgrace. It's more than a shit yes. show. Yes. Yes. They're lying to our mark. face. We can see it. Yet they won't acknowledge it. And I think at election time, this is actually going to hurt a lot of these senators. I mean, the constituents, they know what they're seeing. I I want you to disregard everything you've seen or heard. We're going to tell you what you saw. Yeah, what you should do. Yeah, we're going to play the (laughs) voters for for being idiots. And they say that Bernie Sanders has actually pulled ahead of the bunch, which floors me. I don't but know. You never if hear Bernie... it on mainstream radio. You never hear shit about Bernie on mainstream. No, you don't. I mean Nothing. he's it's like eighty years what is he eighty years All old now? About... Eighty one years old? Uh, he's seventy eight, isn't he? Something like that. He's like he's they way, put a new heart way in up. Him, so there. he's got bionic heart now. And I would like to see it. Here's the ticket I would like to see. I think, I don't know if it's the best ticket, but I think this could actually win. I think Biden could actually pull more support, although I'm not a real Biden fan. Anybody than Trump. Biden could pull more support than Bernie Sanders. I'm I'm, I'm voting for Andrew Yang, personally. Okay, well, okay. As long as you're not voting for Ed Clark. Now, imagine this (laughs) ticket. Imagine if you had a ticket of Biden for president and you had Bloomberg for vice president. 
Even oh, though he's not worked. that popular, they say he's moving up. But Bloomberg yeah. has already spent $100 million of his own money. <laughs> he said he will spend a billion to beat Trump. What does he give a shit? He's got $54 billion. He's 70, what, 77, 78 years old? Yeah, 78. And more money pouring in every day. I told you what his business was. This guy admits he did wrong in the past, Bloomberg. Yeah, he said, hey, I messed up. I, did, I made wrong decisions, but I'm gonna, uh, I'll put a billion dollars to beat Trump. Okay, but are they going to have him... Uh, as the candidate of the DNC, oh, no. Nah. No, he'll be a running Sanders. I hope no. it's Bernie Sanders and he brings I in AOC. Let him bring in AOC. Oh, Somebody God. young and fresh and got balls on her as big as a house. Well, and ain't I afraid think to tell that old fucker what, what time of day it is. <laughs> and Tulsi just sued Hillary Clinton. Did. Yeah, they're going to drag her back up from the dead. I'm cute. I'm going to sue your fucking ass. That's the latest on Facebook. My dad told yeah. me the other day that he believes the Democrats are going to run Hillary Clinton. I think your dad's right. I think at the last minute they're going to go to the crypt keeper. They're going to open up the crypt. They're going to open you up bet. that coffin. They're going to drag that old broad out. And they're going to go, here's your candidate. She can win. Blah, blah, blah. That's it. You're right. I'll bet you that too. You bet. Yes. We need, but we need and Bloomberg then, forget, money. Hillary will probably rope in Elizabeth Warren as a running mate, uh, or Joe Biden. Uh, I don't think uh, Biden wants to be vice president again. Biden I, will go where the I, money's at. Well, I know his son <laughs> will. I, I think he's touched too many little girls. Okay, so uh, listen, if you put the rap in the maze and put cheese at the other end. The rat's going to get to the cheese. That's a fact of life. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> and they did a good picture of you, so now I got the good on you. Okay. That's some crazy shit, but we need Bloomberg's money. Remember that Bloomberg could spend a billion dollars, even as a running mate. Bloomberg was mayor of New York. That Bloomberg has more money to spend than all the Democratic candidates put together. Bloomberg has more money to spend than Donald Trump does on an election, even with yes, all does. the money that the right wing Republicans are bringing into the Trump campaign. And if it's his own money, there's no spending well, limit. He, there's he bought he bought a ad space on the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so I did the RNC pretty, for Donald yeah. So they're both going to go head to head on the Super Bowl. You have 100 million plus people come. watching that. Terry, are you still I'm supporting trying, uh, Bernie Sanders? I am. Uh, I'm I'm into Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard. Is who I'm in. I was just going to ask you about know. that. Are you still backing your girl Tulsi? I am. I, I am right. a pound uh, for uh, 13 states. I put pound Tulsi. Yeah. Uh, Roy Baker has told me many times we win these top three, three, the top 13, and we win. So, she, okay. Sheila we'll in New Jersey, Reverend Sheila, who are you supporting? 
Sorry. Um, she um, was busy um, bartering when I like brought her up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Basil. <laughs> I, I work a lot of hours. Um, <laughs> Around the clock. <laughs> but, yeah. You have. Well, I gotta like ask it. you, she. Um, do you have? Did you have like your job? Is it you know, back breaking? That, that red light special, you know, right there yeah. in my window. There you go. <laughs> Sheila does um, some back breaking work. I've heard. I don't. You vote. don't vote. No. You don't Especially use the power the of the vote. No. You don't no. vote for president. No. Oh, shame on you. Well, you know, hey, 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 I don't know. Hey, 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 to me, that's a very old we, way. Listen, to me, it's a very listen. old way thinking. No, it you is. Betcha. There is. John Nicholson the, does not vote. There when is, we put him as future as our head of national security, then we will see things straightened out. He does not vote, and I got kind of pissed off about that back a long time ago, and I didn't call him for over a week or so. And John got with my other <clears throat> John and says, what the fuck? Terry didn't call me. Blah. Well, he says, hey, he's in the Bernie and, uh, and uh, you know. And, you know what? That's uh, the same if thing I were, Don said. I would, I would vote for Bernie. If I were, I would vote for Bernie, yeah. but I know that well, that then may. Do. They'll the, never no, have it's not going to make a difference. Sorry. It's going to be a They're huge me, a waste to make, of my time. Bring money. Okay, they call up everybody. That's, Bernie needs your money. Uh, you're 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 bowing out from the one thing that even if no. just you no, and even I if disagree. That just that one I totally vote, disagree. It does not make one, one can make fucking a difference. difference. That's your voice. Who the fuck votes for the president? Doesn't make one fucking difference. People need to fucking wake up because whoever's in the fucking president's seat is fucking bought. By higher no, power. We know that. And so That's why right. would I want to waste my fucking time? That's right. Why would I want it's to? A, why would I want a to? Selected office. Now the, okay. the voting maybe the Congress or some of the other other areas of the government. I vote, and there's I would make a difference. President, no. It's a it's it is a sideshow. All of it is a fucking sideshow. To a dog, to a dog and pony show, and it's wasting our fucking taxpayers' money. People need it's to wake rigged, the fuck up. Built to fail for the so yeah. Man. So I hate the fucking government, the way it is now, the whole system, and it's by the fucking powers to be. But we are looking to take <clears throat> those motherfuckers over. <laughs> you want to get yeah, me into preaching now? To do that. No, no. How, how do you propose to do that? Uh, restructure, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to restructure? Yeah. If, if you got the majority, if you got the 99% to, to change, okay. again, this, this gets into the whole new world, the whole new, you know, coming okay. out Listen. from this old, heavy this, patriarchal uh, let me, energy. Let me, let, me wake, let me wake you up for a second here. This is America. America is not made up of 99% anything. America is made up of a homogenized I, bunch of I'm different I'm talking things. about And you're global. never going to get fucking global. You're not going to get 99. You're not going to get global. You're not going to get shit done like that. There's only this one year? way to take power. No. And power is seized by violence. You take power. 
And so That's we the old in way. this country, we in this country old for way. 200 and something years go to the, the whole energy and the whole years, fucking earth is changing. We go to the <laughs> How you get every me to four preach? years and we voice <laughs> our opinion and we have a transfer of power per spoke. Yeah. That, that's that's the old that's the way patriarchal set. way. No, fighting does not. Right. Fighting gets begets more fighting. And what happens if Trump won't leave when he gets thrown out? You know, what do they do? <laughs> is his replacement going to be any from. better? Is it going to be? Is it going to be the same energy? Is it going to be the same? Is it going to be the same mindset? That's this is what we this is what we have to look at. Speaking the of mindset, agnost, a a g e n o s t. I am Facebook friends with this cool cat. The power of the mind. Oh wait a minute! Multiplied we talked about this guy last week. He's the alien guy. Yes, we did. He is. All right, we've one. got about He's one minute guy. left. I we think it's one minute. Yeah. I want to, to thank everybody. Who joined us this we week? <laughs> I want to thank. Oh man, Holly Houghton, Holly H H Hollywood in Dallas, Sid Blitz in Venice, California, Julio Briones right in New Jersey, Reverend Sheila also in New Jersey, Terry Cook in Finley, Ohio, Sid Blitz in Venice, Jojo Sanchez in. In uh, Colton, California, I'm here out in Ventura County. Did I miss anybody? Nope. I didn't miss. Ooh, I want to thank earlier. Donald Trump for being a douchebag and giving us Alger's entertainment. Larry, Larry Alger right. is a wounded Larry Alger, we wish him well. He slipped and broke his ankle. Or no, broke his hip. All right, we'll be back no, with you yep. next week here on Street Justice, the Chaos Crew on PirateRadioUSA.net. And BBM Global out of Long Island, New York. So thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Tune in next week for more straight-up, no-holds-barred talk from the host of Street Justice, Larry Levine. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.